everyone welcome back to another video and a new podcast episode this is going to be my first video podcast for the Desiree Ofori podcast and another video for the Desiree Ofori YouTube channel. So if you are joining me on YouTube, hey, how you doing? And if you're joining me on Spotify, you can actually watch this video on Spotify or if you're listening to the audio via Apple iTunes or any other um, podcast platform, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for being back. So I know it's been a minute since I've done a podcast and it's been a minute since I've done a sit down video chit chat with you guys, but I figured like this topic today was perfect for this and let's just get into it. So a little bit about me if you don't know who I am already. My name is Desiree Ofori. I am a married mom of two little boys and I am also a full time abstract artist and designer and I also have an online platform called Herbold Faith where I have a Facebook group, I do uh, I have a website, which is not up right now, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But I love encouraging and inspiring women to just live out their best life and live a life full of confidence and bold faith, to embrace what that looks like, to have faith in yourself, to have faith in God, and to have faith in the life that you are living with all the many roles that we have as women. I just want you to know that you can do it. If I could do it, <laughs> you can do it. And so today I wanted to talk to you guys about my experience last week. Was it last week or the week before? Well, my birthday was July 18th and I went on a solo getaway. My very first solo getaway. I've been wanting to do this for like four years that I've had it in this mind, in, in my mind that I want to get away. I want to go by myself. I want to take a vacation, a trip by myself for my birthday specifically, just so that I could not have to be anybody. I could just be me. I don't have to be a wife. I don't have to be a mom. I don't have to be a business owner. I don't have to be a content creator. Like I can just be Desiree. And I really, really, really yearned for that for like the past four years. So I finally decided to do it. We went on a, um, a road trip. I That was another part of it, and I'll get into that. <laughs> I went onto a road trip to South Carolina to visit my sister and brother-in-law and it was on my heart to do that by myself um originally <laughs> but thankfully my sister was able to she came down for my son's birthday so we traveled up together so I was like okay this is perfect but I wanted to just prove to myself that I could make that trip that if I mean, I don't really have anything holding me back. I'm my own boss. I don't have anywhere that I have to ask for time off. Like, I kind of have a lot of flexibility. And so I was like, I wanted to prove to myself that anxiety was not going to hold me back any longer. That I could handle taking my kids with me, going on a trip, going on a vacation, doing something out of our comfort zone, and that I could handle it. And not have a mental breakdown because I've had a lot of panic attacks before and I just wanted to prove myself to myself how much I have grown because the last few summers um, have been very challenging with me navigating and adjusting to having the kids home more often than them being at school or daycare. And so I just really wanted to prove to myself like I'm stopping this. We're not going to do another summer like this that we've had in the past few years. I'm going to get through this and I'm going to be stronger and I'm going to prove to myself how much I have grown because I know this past year, the amount of growth that I have had throughout the last four to five years, I knew that they were manifesting and showing themselves. And I wanted to like just honor that and recognize it and not just grow but thrive to show like you've come through and and you've overcome a lot of obstacles when it comes to mental health. I want you to just thrive in that growth that you had. And so that was one of the main reasons why I decided to take that solo trip. Not a lot of people knew that. I'm pretty transparent i've kind of been holding back a lot more the last couple of years but i'm known to be like authentic and transparent and share you know what's going on in my mind but i've become a little bit more reserved in that just to keep some privacy and just to honor the close relationships that i have that what i speak to them is 
between us and not just, you know, you get a preview before the rest of the world does. And there are some things because that's just who I am. I've become accustomed to speaking up and just sharing my ideas and thoughts because I know a lot of people can relate to what I've experienced. And I know a lot of people have probably felt like they were alone. And I never want anyone to feel alone in their journey. I always want you to feel like whether it's from my story or me sharing somebody else's story through an interview, a podcast interview, or having them on the channel, I just want you to know that there's somebody else who gets it. <laughs> and that if we were able to get through it, you can too. Like To just show that hope that a real life person has experienced something that you have or close to what you have and they were able to make it through and I want you to know that you can do it too. And so I... Didn't really share that that was why I was doing the road trip. Um, I just did it and I shared it with a couple of people. But I was just really proud of myself for actually conquering it and doing it. But y'all, it was... <laughs> it, really put, it really took everything I had and it really tested me. And I would say I did pretty good. I would say I did pretty good. Towards the end of the week, I was like, okay, yeah, I really, I'm glad that I did this, but I will not do this again. Um, <laughs> not at the age that my kids are, maybe when they're a little bit older, but I definitely need extra support. Um, I definitely need their dad, and I definitely um, need to lean on the support of those who are around me. Like, I don't have to do this on my own, and... Because I am blessed and fortunate to have a good support system around me, I need to access them and use them. So it was, I think it was the last day of the day before the last day, I had just had enough with the boys and I was venting to one of my mom groups and they were like, just ask if they could, you know, watch them for a couple of hours or take them somewhere so you can get some rest. Because um, I was like getting up early with them, getting breakfast, not, you know, kind of going to bed a little bit late. It, just, it was just a lot. It was just a lot. If you're a mom, you know. I don't have to explain it. If you know, you know. And so um, another friend was like, um, go for a walk. You know, you love doing your walks. Go for a walk around the neighborhood. See if that helps. So I did do the walk. But of course, when I was heading out, my youngest, he's um, three, three, he'll be four soon. He wanted to come with me. He's very bonded and attached to me. So went on the walk with him and I should not have done that. I should have just left him at home because I just couldn't really release and like just focus on myself. And so we ended up having to end the walk quicker and then got, and I'm saying all of this because I have a lot to catch y'all up on. It's been a, it's been a long time, <laughs> but I was, um, yeah, so we ended up having to quit the, the walk sooner, come back home because he has to use the potty. And then I just told my sister, I asked them if they could, you know, just watch them for a couple hours so I can get some breath. And I had asked, asked them that, like, maybe a couple days before in the week because we were there for a full week. Um, but I wasn't able to truly rest because they were still in the house and I could still hear them. And mommy and Tana is still up. So it's like, even though I go to my room and you know try to take a rest I can still hear them and I still feel responsible for them because they're my kids like daddy's not here so I can't be like go with your dad just do what you do and not that I don't trust my um sister and brother but it's your you know when the other parent is there it's easier to just be like you know whatever but I still felt responsible so they actually ended up taking them to a trampoline park and I ended up going with them and saying, you know, I'll drop you guys off and then I'll go like if there's anywhere I can go shopping or thrift store or whatever. So I did that. So for a couple hours, they did that. I went out on my own, did my thing. And I felt a lot better um, just being. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Came back, but I still, um, I still really needed the support of my husband. I just really exhausted. So having gone through that week, I needed... It took me another week to just recover from that trip. Um, and then once I recovered, I was like, I really need to just go. This, my birthday is coming up in another week or two. I need, this is my opportunity. I have absolutely no mom guilt because <laughs> I have made sure my kids went and had fun. I took them out of state for the summer, went on their little vacation. The whole week was just about them. It rained a lot that week. So, 
everything we did was focused and centered around them. And so like I did everything I was supposed to do. I was the best mom possible that whole week. Um, my husband had a week off because he didn't have us to, you know, worry about at home. And the weekend before that was Father's Day weekend. And I made sure that weekend, my way to give back to my husband was giving him like purposeful rest because he works really hard. And I wanted him to just feel very appreciated. So I made sure like I celebrated him from like, there was a different thing from Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Like I made sure I poured and made sure I, you know, gave him all the good stuff that he would enjoy and made sure that like, he actually had a day or several hours to rest with hours. Like, you could do whatever you want. We're going to go head out. And so I felt like, okay, finally, it's my turn. I did everything I could for everybody else. Everybody else is taken care of. I have no guilt. Now it's my turn. And so I decided that I wanted to find something. I wanted to stay under just, you know, full transparency because I always think like, oh, it's going to cost so much money to do this. I was like, okay, I'm giving myself a budget of $300 and I want to be able to do everything. I only have 24 hours to do this um, because it's kind of on a whim. I don't have anybody else to watch the kids. Um, he's got to work and stuff like that. So I found a Airbnb and um, I originally wanted, I said this in my last video, that I originally wanted to find something that was like near the beach and I thought I had to go to like a really super fancy hotel because that's what I've seen my friends do and that's what I have seen on social media. Other moms, and they say they're going on getaways or solo vacations. People are doing, for me, elaborate things that is not, that's not normal for my everyday life. Um, so I felt like I had to do all of those things. But then, you know, I, I guess I could say the Holy Spirit was like, do what you, what do, what do you enjoy? What do you like? And do something close to home so you don't have to waste, you know, 24 hours driving somewhere and then just turn back around. So I decided to look for an Airbnb for, I love tiny houses. So I'm like, let me see if I can find a tiny house or a cottage or something, somewhere that has some character and I can have an experience. That doesn't feel like it's just somewhere that I've been before or somewhere I can just pick up and go, you know, again, like it's just nothing. I wanted to have like a special experience. And so I found this beautiful little cottage, Garden Gate Bed and Breakfast. If you're from the Polk County area in Central Florida, which is between Orlando and Tampa, it's like 10 minutes from Bartow. And it was amazing. It was perfect. The reviews, five-star reviews across the board. And I was like, is this place real or like what? Um, thought, I'm a research junkie, so I like to research. So I went. And as soon as I got there, I felt so much peace. But we got to back up a little bit before that because I had so much anxiety that day before, um, that day of going to that trip. So, um, like I said, my, my goal was to stay under 300. It was only like, it was a certain amount on Airbnb, but then I found their website and booked through their website. And I was like, I want them to get the full amount <laughs> but without any fees. And it ended up working out better for me. I only paid like 179, I think to be exact for the one night stay. But if you go back and look at my video, you will see the last video, you will see that it was well worth it. Like you'll pay 179, 179 for a hotel room and you get a little room and that's it. 179 for a whole cottage, <laughs> king size bed, beautiful bathroom, garden, hammock area, gazebo, and breakfast. So I got a really, really great deal. And so I had a little extra money, which allowed me to, you know, get something to eat the night before. And if I wanted to go shopping the next day, I could. But I did a little bit of shopping the day before. Um, so that made up for, and I still don't think I spent $300 because I had a couple of gift cards that I was able to use. And, you know, so God really just really worked it out. I think maybe at max, I spent like $200 um for my birthday you know out of pocket but anyways the day of I was feeling so much anxiety I was feeling like oh my gosh the day has finally come um 
I was feeling sick in my stomach. I was feeling nauseous. I was feeling like I was ready to like just burst out in a puddle of tears at any moment's notice. Um, that morning getting ready for church was not particularly too difficult because my husband works at the church. So I, um, I have to get the boys ready and, you know, I'm single momming it. Um, and no, if anybody takes offense to that term, I'm sorry, but I was, um, just being a solo parent, maybe that's the better term. I was solo parenting that every Sunday morning to get the boys ready, get them breakfast, get them dressed, and get myself dressed, and us get out the door to try to get to church in time, or at least in time for the sermon. Because let's be honest, some some Sundays it just like if I make it to if I make it in time for to hear the pastor preach, I did good. <laughs> drop them off to kids church and even that has taken that has taken months of work to get them to even stay in kids church especially my youngest um but yeah so that morning wasn't particularly too difficult and that's something i've had to work on if you want me to talk more about that um in another video how i've managed to get my kids and get us ready for church every sunday pretty much every sunday and without stress are little to no stress and getting your kids to go to kids church and all that let me know in the comments if that's something that you're interested in me sharing about um because that could be a whole another video a whole another podcast episode but um yeah so that morning wasn't too difficult but as soon as we got to the parking lot that's when it started the anxiety just hit and i was irritated with the kids i was frustrated with them doing little nuances and things that i, should, I really should not have been too upset about um, got in church, I was able to manage myself during the sermon, but then when it was time to come home, it just came, I felt like I was having a panic attack. It was just pounding on me. Not only did I have to get, um, like bring them back home after church, but I also had to meet up with my son's godmother to, um, cause she was going to take him for the day for them to have a, you know, godmother, godson date. Um, so I had to make sure that they got fed take them to her, um, drive to her another 30 minutes out, um, get him settled with her. And then I still had my little one and had to wait another couple hours before my husband got home. So I still had my little one. And I just, I was going to ask her, um, when I saw her, I was going to ask her to pray for me, but I was like, I don't want to bust out crying in this parking lot. Um, cause I feel like that's going to happen. So I just was like, I'm not going to do it. But I just had so much tension. My stomach was hurting. Finally, I texted um, a couple of friends and with, who knew that I was going. Because, again, I didn't tell everybody that I was going. Um, but I texted a couple of friends and was like, who knew how important this was and who was kind of like, yes, you can do this. You got this. And let them know what was going on, how I was feeling. Just like ask for prayers and... I, um, as I waited for them to respond back, I was going to go home, but then I told my son, like, let's go stop by, like, the pet store. Let me do something fun for him since he couldn't go along with them. We went to the pet store, looked around, I was okay, and it was time to go home, and I was just beginning to feel like, okay, I don't know this is going to happen, because I bet, like, my husband's going to end up getting, getting off late, getting home late, or he's not going to be able to go at all, and, like, all of these intrusive thoughts that this was not going to happen and that this was a, was a bad idea was like rummaging through my head and I was just trying to fight that and keep calm and my son he wanted to see you know he was being a toddler wanted to go see more pets and stuff so I decided like let's go get a treat let's go to Dunkin Donuts went to Dunkin Donuts um was gonna go to the drive-thru he was like no I want to go inside fine just to I just didn't want to deal with any tantrums <laughs> So I was like, let's just go inside. I went inside, got the donut, about to walk out. I want to sit down, look at the chairs over there. Again, I'm like just trying to manage myself and not have a total meltdown. I'm like, fine, okay, whatever. We don't need two of us having tantrums. Sat down, I got me a, a Sprite and to help settle my stomach. And then that's when the text started coming through from my friends and just, you know, one Tangi, Tangi, you you were you were there for me this past weekend. <laughs> Oh my gosh, because I mentioned her, like how much she helped me in the last one. And um, yeah, the same story. She just told me like that it was normal to feel the anxiety and just shared, you know, some of her experience of when she first took her first solo trip. So her just telling me that her experience was like, 
okay, this is totally normal. And in that moment, I was like, I really need to, at some point, I need to share this with other women to know, like, especially moms, like, you, it sounds all easy and great. People are like, just take the trip, book the trip, go this, do that. And it's like, but y'all, it's really not that easy. It's not, sometimes it's not a matter of like financially, I can't afford it. Sometimes it's like emotionally, can I handle this? Um, because it takes another level of, I think, especially if you're doing it on purpose, to go solo by yourself if you've never done it before. Like I've never taken a trip even before I was married. I've never taken a trip by myself. The most I've done by myself was like, take a road trip to go back home to Miami but that's nothing I was like four hours and that was back in college time and so it's been like a long long time since I've done anything truly by myself like I don't take myself out to dinner I don't I think I've gone to the movies maybe once or twice by myself but like this was a really big deal for me and I had so much hope and expectation um, leading up to it that I think just that day I was like oh my gosh it's here it's really happening and then another friend Teresa she just encouraged me was like reminding me like you deserve this you you do such a great job as like a mom and a wife and a business owner like just you know just reaffirming me and everything I do and all the reasons why I deserve this solo getaway and then I had another friend um who told me like a couple days before we were talking about it and she was like I was telling her I just want to go and be I don't want to have any expectations whatever and she was like I like that you're thinking like that not having any expectations but if you do want to film like go ahead and bring your you know your filming equipment if you want to do so if you want a journal bring your journal just in case you might want to read your bible bring your bible just in case and so I'm glad that I took her advice because I brought my bible I brought my journal I brought my um, I brought my little like tripod stand and um, I was prepared just in case I changed my mind and wanted to do it. So when I got back home, I feel like I'm all over the place. I'm sorry. And I'm going to try not to edit too much because I just want you to feel like we're just, you know, chit-chatting, right? So anyway, I went to, after we did that, I was feeling calm and better. Um, went back home, started to finish prep preparing, and my husband came on time, and I was like, wow, you're actually on, in my head, I was like, wow, he's actually on time. Okay, all right, we're good, let's do this. I get in the car, leave, and I'm excited, and then I'm like, let me stop by Aldi to get a couple of snacks, whatever, and when I got an Aldi, I realized that I was just stalling, and I'm like, Desiree, you're stalling, go. You can worry about snacks later, go get checked in and enjoy yourself. So I did and as soon as I stepped on the porch and I met the um, co-owner, I just felt so much peace. It just was like, whew. I felt so relaxed. I felt like the peace of God. I felt like, okay, you're good, you're safe. That evening, I was good. No more anxiety, no more fear. I even like got in the bed and was like, ah, I can't believe I did this. I did it. Oh my God, that's I'm so exciting for you. Like I was so ecstatic, so happy. And then um, I went, got something to eat, came back, chill. Like I was golden. I was like, oh, whew, anxiety. You tried it, but you didn't get it. You did not get it. I'm good. Thank you, God. And so I took my shower and I just, you know, relax. I just really enjoyed my evening. And I was like, I want to write. I want to, uh, you know, battle, but I'll do it tomorrow. I even went outside and um, as I showed you in the in the video, I went and, you know, went to every station of, you know, that was available to me on the property. I really just enjoyed myself. And then um, in the middle of the night, I woke up from a nightmare that somebody was breaking in. And it was the image that I saw from a video I had watched maybe a few weeks ago of a little boy. Maybe you've heard of it. It was like a little boy at home with his mom and some home intruders came in and the little boy was throwing cards at the at the home intruders and they finally left. So it was kind of like replaying that in my mind, in my dream. And I was just so nervous. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I woke up from that dream and um, I turned on the lights and I'm like, I can't sleep. And so I started to pray. Um, and then I was like, let me just pull out my journal and my Bible. And I even, I considered like, maybe I should just go home 
text them in the morning. Hey, I have to go. I'm leaving the kids under, you know, in the front, you know, hitting whatever. I gotta go. I couldn't stay. I had an emergency or whatever. Um, but something inside me like, just be still, be still. So I pulled out my Bible and I've been taking my time reading through the book of the Bible. I'm, I just, I finished. I have like maybe a, a chapter or two left in numbers to finish. So I finished reading numbers and then um, was getting ready to start into Deuteronomy. But then I stopped at a um, devotional that was in the Bible. And so if you have, um, it was from Deuteronomy 1. And I don't think I even actually read Deuteronomy 1. I just read that devotional. And the book, the Bible that it's from, it's this encouraged Bible. And CB is for Candace Cameron Bray, um, DJ Tanner from Full House. She has a collection of all kinds of stuff, but she designed the cover of this and um, has written a forward in here. But um, it's by, yeah, it's called the Encouraged Devotional Bible. And I'll show you right here. And it's a collaboration with Dayspring and um, Candace Cameron Bure. And I really like this Bible. Um, I don't think that I've done a review on this one. I did a review on the Jesus Bible, but not on this one. And if you're listening to this on um, the podcast, I will be sure to put a link to this video so you can see um, in, the, in the description of this. So you'll be able to see. But the... I read the script. I read my scripture from Numbers, finished Numbers, moved on to the to Deuteronomy, and then read this devotional page insert in here. So within this Bible, there are several different devotionals written by different women, and they're all like you see all the colors. Those are all like different devotionals, and so I read that, and it just spoke to me. And I'll read a couple of parts of it that I underlined that I journaled and like one of them is sometimes you have to put action into your faith sometimes we can start our growth by planting ourselves in the wrong place God has accomplished his purpose in the wilderness and it was time to move because he was talking about the Israelites and how they were in the wilderness for 40 years and then God was like all right it's time to go on to the promised land um and not be so comfortable and um, here's one more. The transition was far from easy, but each positive step I took delivered a new degree of peace. So she was talking about her, um, having to move and make some transitions in her life that, um, moving from a really comfortable place that she was at. And it just really resonated with me because I've been in this comfortable place of, you know, working through postpartum depression. Um, I meant to mention that in the beginning. I So I was formally diagnosed with postpartum depression in 2018 after I um, had my youngest son. And I had it, I'm a, by, I guess you say trade, my back, my professional background is in mental health counseling. So I was a therapist for several years and I didn't catch that I was having postpartum depression with my first son until about six months later and that's when I started my blog Sincerely Mrs. Mommy um and that was like a really good resource for me and an outlet for me to help me work through that but when it came to having my son my second son um it was postpartum depression was more intense um and again full transparency like I was having suicidal ideations I was having um, homicidal ideations, just fear and anxiety that I was going to hurt him or harm him. I was having intrusive thoughts. It was really, it was really, really bad. So I immediately started therapy. Um, at my six week appointment, my doctor, my OBGYN put me on like a 48 hour watch and I, they put me on meds, got, I uh, got set up with a therapist. Um, I went through all of that and I think I just was so wrapped up in working through postpartum depression and getting right in my mental health and trying to just detoxing from the decades before of things that I overlooked or never really dealt with, um, things and feelings from childhood and, um, just, there's just so much that I've had to detox and work through since becoming a mom. Like the catalyst was getting pregnant and everything just like shifted for me 
And so it's been a real challenge for me. Um, and, and it may seem like, oh, but you've done so much. Yes, I've done so much, but that was one of my ways of coping because I'm an overachiever. <laughs> so I was doing all these great things. The magnitude of what I was doing just by myself with no team and the motivation and the persistence that I had, the dedication that I had to do all of those things that I've done. Um, if you've been following me for quite some while, you know, over the last couple of years, you've seen everything that I've done. And the magnitude that I've done it, it's because those were my coping skills and those were like, that was my medicine helping me to get through it. So as high of achievement I was having, that's how low I was feeling behind the scenes and how much I was fighting, literally fighting. I don't want to get emotional. Literally fighting for my life. So, you know, being in that season for the amount of time that I did, the amount of growth that I did, going to therapy and reading the Bible and praying and going to church and, you know, working up the, the nerves to go to church with two kids and trying to do all of this stuff on my own with the help of God and the Holy Spirit, learning how to depend on my family, learning how to reach out and let allow friends and grow um friendships with people who are in town um who are local to me and just really like just you know I've done a lot of work I've I could go on and on I've just done so much work and um I didn't want to continue to stay comfortable in that season of just working 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 I wanted to show and I wanted to prove that I could that I had grown from that, that I could thrive now, that I, not, I didn't just grow, like I could thrive. And I just felt like um, I was beginning to think, you know, this anxiety that happened, because I've been coasting, I've been doing pretty good. Like I have my episodes still, um, again, transparent, just like sometimes I still, I don't know that it will ever like completely fully go away from me. Um, but... And that's not because I don't believe that God can't do it for me. So please stop. Stop right there. If you're about to say or comment something about it, just please don't do that. It's just the matter of fact of life that there are things that as a human being you go through in life. Things that trigger you that you don't realize that they are triggers. Um, there are sad times in life. People die. Things you have to move. You have like there's just life being a human being. You have sad moments, you have down moments, you have happy moments, you have high moments. It's just a part of being a human being. So I don't think that I will ever get to the point where I'm like 100% up there all the time. That's not realistic. But I have been able to get stronger at um, fighting. Like if I do get, if I do feel like I'm falling or slipping down, I have the tools now. I know what I can do to help me to get back up, to climb. I have the strength um, to get back up, to climb back up the mountain and get back to the mountaintop. I know what it's like to need to take rest and I respect what it means to, you know, just be peaceful and to not allow things that are craziness that's going on in the world to affect me. Like I'm very, very particular. I'm very specific about what I allow into my eye gate and ear gate and how much I allow. I, I get enough information to understand what's going on, but I don't dive into it because I know if I do where I will end up very down deep and I never want to go there again. I never want to go and stay there ever, ever again. And so I work very hard to um, to keep myself at a, at a good base level or higher. And so I, I've been doing really good. I haven't been to therapy um, in a few months. But I know I need to I need to go back just to check in and just to, you know, see if there's anything else I need to work on. But um, I just know that this last season chapters that I had been through, like it's just been so heavy. And I felt like being in that moment of stillness by myself with no distractions, everything came to me. Everything came to me and it was very overwhelming and that's why I was so anxious. So some things I'll share, like, let me see. I'll share a couple of things that God showed me um, in that time. But before I do, 
after I after I read my Bible, read that devotional, I journaled a little bit, and that's when you know some more revelations that God gave me. And the next day, I was exhausted. I was able to go finally go back to sleep. Was super tired and exhausted. Um, but the next morning, I was gonna say something else, but I forget. Maybe it's not meant to be. Um, I'm trying to reach for it in my head, but maybe I'll I'll share it in a reel or something. But I just felt like. Um, that yeah like I was saying everything was just I was just so tired I was exhausted that's it I was so exhausted from everything that happened the night before um or earlier in that morning um even though I rested I was still tired and had to get up to get breakfast breakfast was amazing but once I um left the place I wanted to try and go somewhere else to like continue on my 24 hour getaway because my husband like come back whenever you want to um I was not able to I had to drive back home because I was so tired I literally was fighting to keep my eyes open <laughs> driving home and I called my husband I was like I'll be home in about an hour I am so tired I can't go and do anything else I just want to come home and go to sleep and he's like okay so drove back home and um, they had some gifts for me and flowers and whatever, opened that. And then I went back to sleep and I slept for maybe like two hours. And I felt so much better when I woke up, so much more refreshed. And I was like, man, so that's how you ended <laughs> your 24 hour getaway. You literally spent the night somewhere else, came back home and um, went back to sleep. Like that's really what we did. But I know now that I was so exhausted, not just because I was up, you know, late into the night. Because um, I think I stayed up for maybe an hour, hour and a half um, before I could actually fall back asleep. Um, I think that just my body, because, you know, your but if you don't know, your body holds all of your emotions and feelings. And if you are anxious and you're stressed and or you're upset, your body is tense. It feels it. So I think my nerves... My body was just so exhausted from the amount and level of anxiety and stress that I had. Reminds me of how Jesus was on the cross. There was so much burden on him. Not just the physical weight of the cross, but like everything that he was going through. And our pastor preached about preaches about that um, in Easter. Like just the amount of weight and heaviness on his mind, on his spirit. You know, what he, the load that he had to bear for our sins, it was so heavy on him that he literally was sweating blood. And it was like, I mean, I wasn't sweating blood, but the intensity of what I had experienced from the anxiety and to, and then staying up late that night, like it just was just so much for me. And I felt like that's why I was so exhausted the next day. I couldn't even really enjoy, like, go out and do more things. But I am glad that I did, you know, go the day before and did a little shopping. So, you know, it all worked out. It all worked out. And something inside of me was saying, don't schedule. Because I was going to schedule a massage that next day and it didn't work out. So I'm like, God, you knew. You knew. I just needed rest. I just needed time away to just be me. To indulge in my favorite things. And to just... Steal away. And that's the that's the one of the first revelations that God gave me. He just needed me to steal away. When we talk about getaways and getting away from our family, and I was so like, yeah, I just want to leave my responsibilities behind. God showed me that evening. He was like, It's not about you getting away from your family. It's not about you getting away from your responsibilities. This is about you getting away with me, stealing away with me. Wanting to just be you is not a bad thing. It's nothing to feel guilty about. It's nothing to feel ashamed about. It's something to embrace. Like you get to just be you because before you were all of these titles and you had all of these hats and all of these roles, you were my child. Okay. And it was me and you. And when we can steal away for more than just the hour of, you know, in the morning or in the evening after the kids go to sleep or um, when you just have some free time, oh, I'm going to get a little five minutes here, 10 minutes here. It's nice to be able to go away from all of the distractions and truly just be and allow the Holy Spirit, allow God to just be with you. And in that, you can get 
revelations you can get more clarity you can get the rest that you need you can hear from him because there are no other distractions you don't oh yeah you don't have the responsibilities you know of you know wife or homemaking if you're a stay-at-home mom or the kids or your job or whatever caregiving if you're in a different type of caregiving capacity like having that time to have respite away is good for your soul it's not just a trendy thing it is good for your soul. It's not just a self-care thing. That is a soul care thing. And so I do look forward to my next steal away. I don't know if I would call it a getaway. I'm going to call it a steal away. I'm going to steal away <laughs> to be with God. Maybe the next time I will get to do a full, an actual full day because I'll know what to expect. And now I've overcome that anxiety of being by myself. I know that I pick safe places. I know that I pick um, clean places. I, I, I can trust my research and that what I've chosen to do for myself is good. I can now trust myself that I can actually do it and handle it. So I look forward to the next time that I'm able to take time away and not feel guilty about it. I'm not going to look at it as like I'm trying to run away from my family because that's not what God wanted me. He didn't want me to feel that way. He didn't want me to think that way that I'm running away from my family. He wanted me to have time alone with him. Another revelation that I got, and let me look through my journal to see, is that um, is that I need to enjoy the journey so that I don't miss out on the memories. And I think I saw or heard that somewhere, but I have it written in my journal. And that's recently, as I've been like processing, you know, the past week or two from that day. But one of the things is enjoy the journey so you don't miss out on the memories. Like we're always so quick to want to move on to the next thing and like well I got I got married so now I gotta have the kids okay got the kids now I want them to get out of the house or we gotta do this we gotta do that or you're single and you're like I can't wait to get married so I can get married and then you get married then you know the goals and the dreams it just keeps going you keep reaching 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 living so much in the future yet you're not even enjoying the present and I realize I don't want to keep reaching so far in the future that I can't enjoy the present or remember the memories because these memories are are the things that shape me into who I will be and to what I will do and um what I will grow into in the future so if I can take moments of stillness and just be and be still and take moments to pause one of the best um advice I got from I think it was the pastors who married us they um said you know when when the wedding is going on, and I gave this advice to another married couple, um, I said when the they said when the wedding is going on, just take moments to just pause and look around at what is going on, just to take it in because the day goes by so fast and you don't remember anything. And you'll have your pictures and you may have some videos, but you want to remember like what it feels like to be in that moment. And I can honestly say that I did do that, and I can close my eyes and I can remember what it felt like being. Getting my makeup done. I remember how that felt getting my makeup done. I remember how it felt when my friend came in and, and my childhood friend came in and gave me a hug and gave me this book about, you know, um, marriage when the babies come along. I remember what it felt like, um, how angry I was when I was walking down the aisle thinking like they can't see me because there was a spotlight on me, but the whole place was dark. <laughs> I remember what it felt like sitting at the, um, when we were eating our food and just like looking around and seeing everybody, like I remember that stuff. And so I gave that advice to another uh, married couple and she said she, she did it. And that's how I want to look at this journey of life. Like I don't want to keep rushing on to the next thing on the agenda. Like I want to have moments to pause and just enjoy and remember the memories and remember what it felt like to like start, you know, from nothing and try to build Everything that I'm trying to do, remember how that felt to, to be building that and what it felt in that moment when things were easier and when things were simpler. Um, I want to remember that. I don't want to ever forget those things. So tip number one is, um, or revelation number one is that I'm not getting away from my family. I'm not running away from my responsibilities. I am stealing away with God to just be and allow God to be with me. And revelation number two is enjoy the journey so you don't miss out on the memories. And I think the last revelation, because this has gone on <laughs> quite a while, um, 
uh, yeah, this is what I was reaching for. I was trying to remember earlier was that I, after I read my Bible and journals, I looked inside the nightstand and saw that they had a couple of books in there. And then I found a Bible in there and I opened it up and in the cover it said, and I'll try to put a picture of it here, right here on the side, but it said, um, the Bible inside, it said the most holy God of the universe speaks in this book, give a listen and be blessed and changed. And within that book, it had one of those ribbon, just the same way that how this has one of the ribbon, the ribbon bookmarks. It had that. And I was like, let me see where the ribbon is. And it was in first Corinthians 15. And the verse that popped out to me, it was at the very bottom of it. And I think it was the NIV version. I'm not sure. But it said, therefore, my beloved brothers, the scripture is first Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast immovable always abounding in the work of the lord knowing that in the lord your labor is not in vain and i'll read that again therefore my beloved brothers be steadfast immovable always abounding in the work of the lord knowing that in the lord your labor is not in vain and that just so encouraged me so much that um that he he is there for me and that everything that I do, everything that I try to put out into this world to to better the world, to help others, to beautify the world, whether it's through my artwork and my designs, whether it's through, you know, shirts that I make that have inspirational sayings on it, whether it's a podcast episode, whether it's a, a vlog, whether it's a video, an Instagram post, a reel, everything that I am doing, as much as on my plate, it is all not in vain. God wants me to continue on, to stay steadfast and just know that whatever I do, it's not in vain. It's for God. If I'm doing it for God, if I'm doing it for God, it's good. <laughs> it's good. And he's going to see me through it. As long as I stay obedient and I take those times to steal away, to be present with him so I can hear from him and not be so cluttered in my mind by what the gurus or the experts say that I should be doing, that I keep checking in with him. I'm golden and everything that I put out will be good. It will reach somebody. It may not reach everybody. It may not be for everybody, but there will be somebody specifically who needs it, who he will lead to it and they, their lives will be changed by it. Their mentality, their perspective will be changed and it will set them on a path to what God wants for them. And so it was just so encouraging to me. And even when after I read that and I looked up on the TV um, armor where the TV was, there was a little wooden, um, there was a wooden birdhouse with a cross on it that I had totally missed <laughs> the day before. I never even recognized it. And I had been looking at the TV for hours catching up on This Is Us on Hulu. I didn't even see that, but I saw it that night and there was a cross on it. And that, when I saw the cross and I read that scripture and the revelations that God gave me and reading that devotional, it just all like made total sense. And I, I decided that God's got me. I decided that he's got me. I remembered that he's got me. And then I also remembered something that my son had told me um, a couple of days before. We had took him to a dental appointment where he usually like has a really hard time going to the dentist. But he was so brave that day. And I said, what changed? Like, what happened? He's like, I chose to be brave. I chose to be brave. And in that moment, I remember after seeing the cross, like I said, reading everything, seeing that cross. And I remembered what he said. I chose to be brave. I'm like, I'm going to choose to be brave. And I'm going to be, I'm going to choose to let this anxiety go. And I'm going to choose to be brave and have a good night's rest. <laughs> and I'm going to sleep because I is tired. <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. That's exactly what I did. And I had such a good sleep. Until it was time to wake up in the morning and you know, you know the rest. But I just want to encourage you, those of you who are struggling with anxiety, those who are struggling with the um, mom guilt um, or feeling like you want to get away, you want to do something special for you, but the world is showing you that it has to be so grandiose and it has to look a certain way. Just trust in God. Trust in God that he's got you covered. Trust in him that he can help you to maneuver and work through and grow through any you know mental illness anxiety depression 
postpartum depression, anxiety, that he can help you maneuver and navigate through the stressors of life, that he has you held up and that he wants to hear from you. But we pray, he wants to hear your thoughts. He wants to know what's going on. Prayer to me is like journaling. Some people have journals where they just pray. Their, they call them prayer journals. And you can just write out your prayers. That's like one of my favorite things to do. I think, honestly, that's mostly how I journal. It's just like I'm talking to God and I'm just telling him what's going on. And he, in returns, it never fails. He, in returns, speaks back to me. Like there was, there will be thoughts and things and images that will come to me that I know I was not thinking about, that was not influenced by anybody else, that he gives me. And I'm writing, and I'm like, oh, I know that this is Holy Spirit taking over the pen right now. <laughs> and I'll go back and read it. And then maybe later that day or a couple of days later, it's confirmed through something else that I saw. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just wrote about God. Just wow. Wow. So, I mean, take time to read your Bible. Take time to journal. Do your prayer journaling. If you have to go to therapy, go to therapy. If you have to do the medication for a time, do the medication for a time. Um, don't quit cold turkey if you're on psychotropic medications because that's is not good. <laughs> your body will wreak havoc on you and it's very dangerous. So, if you ever want to get off your meds, make sure you're doing it under the guide of a doctor, of your physician or your psychiatrist um do not do that by yourself um but yeah i just want to encourage you, you can do it i think that's all i really want to say you can do it when god is with you you can do it you've got this you got this and you've heard my whole story and all of the ways that um you know i work through things and you know i want to do more of these chit chats with you guys um and the only reason why I'm going this long is because my cousin, thank you, Shawnee, said that I've been doing these vlogs on YouTube. So if you haven't followed me, if you're listening to this or watching this on Spotify or on any other podcast um, platform, come on over to YouTube and see the vlogs I've been doing. I've been keeping them kind of short because back in the day, that was the thing. Like, you got to keep things shorter. But she's like, I want to hear more. Just when you end, I'm like, oh, no, but I want it more. So I'm giving it all to you right now. <laughs> I'm giving it all to you right now. But, um, yeah, just, just know that you can do this. You've got this. And whatever God is putting on your heart to do, just do it. Just say, yes, Lord, give him your yes. And then he will show you the rest. Oh, that's good. Give him your yes, and he will show you the rest. All right now, all right now, quote unquote, Desiree Ofori. <laughs> Give God, I need to, I need to yeah, y'all will see that pop up somewhere else. Y'all will see that pop up somewhere else. Yeah, so anyways, thank you so much for watching, so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. If you have not subscribed, you can subscribe to the podcast and you can subscribe on youtube if you have not done either please do so and hit the notification bell if you want to more um follow up and you want to like make sure that you're notified i'm trying to remember the words make sure that you are notified when the next one comes out do that and if you are on instagram on facebook you can find me as desiree ofori on there d-e-s-i-r-a-e O-F-O-R-I. I am the only one. So it would be no problem finding me. And um, yeah, I think that's about it. Thank you guys so much and have a blessed one. And let me know in the comments if there are any other topics that you would like me to touch on that you've seen me experience. You've been following me on social media. You've been following my journey and you want me to talk more about, let me know. Or if there's anything that um, I said today that you want me to expound more on, Please let me know. I would love to have the feedback. Um, and yeah, that's it. Have a great one. Bye.